Just after 9 o'clock, good morning. This is Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. And coming up at 9.30 is the Sunny Melindra Show. But the inspirational hour begins now with God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. The following is sponsored by GodandOurDogs.com. And this is Bernie Radio. Hi, I'm Ashley Pfeiffer. And since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high-quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net. Discover a new perspective. God and our dogs. Welcome to God and Our Dogs with Meg Greer. Join us online at GodandOurDogs.com. Subscribe, share, and stay. Now here's your host, Meg Greer. Welcome to God and Our Dogs, where we discover a new perspective by relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. This is Meg Greer, your host. We will talk with people just like you about the lessons they learned from their dogs about God. You can find us at GodInOurDogs.com, hashtag GodInOurDogs on Instagram, and at GodInOurDogs on Facebook. Thanks to the folks at Wheeler's Western Outfitters for a great spot to record our show. Our vision on God and Our Dogs is to rely on God the way our dogs rely on us. How does that happen? The same way our other relationships grow, spending time together, learning about one another, developing trust. Those experiences transform the tie. On God and Our Dogs, we share stories giving us insight to time, training, trust, and transformation with our dogs. Stories give us aha moments, helping us see ourselves the way God sees us. Those aha moments bring us one step closer to God as we learn to rely on Him the way our dogs rely on us. It's a blessing to have Cece Smith as our guest today. Cece is the strategist and CEO of Toolbox Studios, a data-driven creative marketing company. Best of all, her dogs would introduce her as dependable, loving and active. I also add friendly and generous with a full life. Welcome Cece. Thank you for joining us on God and Our Dogs. I'm super excited about being here. When I told my friends what I'm doing, they thought it was amazing and I love my dogs, so I'm happy to talk about it. I love God, so it's yeah. two good topics together. I know. How can you not be excited to do both of those things? I just think I have a dream situation here for sure. Well, you have a fun dog, but before we talk about your dog, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your family because I think for a long time you were concerned about adding a dog to the chaos. That's true. So uh, there's, uh, of course, I've been married almost 29 years now, and when I got married, I was blessed to have two young boys that came along with the husband, and uh, they were 10 and 14, mm-hmm. and we had a dog then, and it was nuts. Uh, when we had them. And then um, as our family grew, my husband and I had two boys together. So we had four boys. The last thing I thought I needed was a dog. Yeah. Why would I need a dog? 
have boys. Well, and boys are stinky. I wasn't like going to say that. Like some dogs can be. Mm-hmm. We was have a boy, and we had to rip the carpet out when he moved out. Yeah. It's a little stinky. I think that's because they live their life to their fullest. They don't care about the dirt. They don't care about the sweat. They just go for it and have fun, and there's a lesson in that as, as well. That's true. We could. That's somebody else's show to talk about what you learn about <laughs> God from your kids. That's somebody else's show. <laughs> anyway, exactly. so tell us about your dog and how he became part of your family. Well, um, as you do when you have boys, you had to, you know, I, I said, well, let's decorate your room. And they're like, well, I want it all to be deer, deer skulls, deer antlers, deer hide, deer everything. And so it's a, so appropriate. We're in a place that has a lot of deer stuff in it today. But so my son was about 11, maybe 12. And he said, let's go to Bass Pro. So I said, okay, let's go to Bass Pro. So we went to Bass Pro to go look for some sheets for his bed. And um, when we walked in, they were having one of those adoption days, you know. And um, when we first walked in, um, they had all the cats. Very easy. Not that I don't like cats. Cats are a wonderful thing, um, but I'm just not a cat person. And I thought, well, this is going to be easy. I'll be able to slip right through this. There's no issue. And so we went in. We did our shopping. We came out. And as we came out, um, my son um, had found the dogs on the other side of Bass Pro. And um, there was a gentleman there holding Hank. Um, well, it was his name was Henry at that point. And he was wearing a little um, vest or something that says, take me home tonight. <laughs> and uh, my son was looking at me and the guy was looking at me and Hank was looking so cute. And I just looked at him. He's like, mom, my, my son, Jake, mom, please, please, please. Can we get a dog? And I said, there is no way your dad's going to let us get a dog. And he's like, can I call him? And I said, no, your dad's, your dad's busy. He won't be able to pick up the phone. And literally right then my phone rang and it was my husband. He said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, you're not going to believe what I'm doing. And he, I said, and he said, uh, what is that? And I said, I'm thinking about adopting a dog. He said, what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. I just feel like I'm supposed to have this dog. And he's like, well, what kind of dog is it? And I said, well, I don't know. I think he's a, he's a mutt. He's, he looks like a little lab, but I don't think he's full lab. And he's got three legs. Oh, wow. And my husband said, if we're getting a dog, we want one with four legs. And I said, <laughs> nope. The reason I'm supposed to get this dog is because he's got three legs. And my husband said, well, you're going to do whatever you want to do anyway, so... <laughs> Okay. So sure enough, um, I had a friend there with me who was an absolute crazy dog lover. She was shocked that I was even considering it. And uh-huh. uh, so she, we went up. I'd never adopted a dog. And so I went up and I spoke to the people and I said, so what does it take to adopt a dog? And she's like, the woman was very serious. And she's like, well, normally we ask for a hundred dollar donation and, uh, but because Henry has had some special circumstances, we had to amputate his leg. We're asking for 200. Oh my goodness. And of course, if you spend any time with me, you know, I have a very sarcastic mouth. And I said, I'm thinking three legs. I'm thinking 75. <laughs> she didn't find that funny. Oh, she no did sense not of humor find that whatsoever. funny. And so I wrote a check for $250 and made a donation. And we took Hank, well, Henry. But he's not a Henry. He's a Hank. 
And yeah. so we, we took Hank home, and my son was elated. He was so excited. He always wanted a dog. We got a dog. I mean, it was just a spur-of-the-moment thing. Went to Petco, got $500 worth of stuff, and came home, and we had a dog. And in about 20 minutes, Hank was my dog. Uh-huh. And he's always been my dog. Oh, wow. Well, Cece Smith with Toolbox Studios, tell us how he became your dog instead of your son's dog in only 20 minutes. Usually it takes at least a day. <laughs> you know, when we came home, there was a lot going on at the house. I don't know what quite remember what was going on, but we were on the back porch. It was a beautiful day like it is today, and we were sitting on the back porch, and there was a lot of craziness, and I think he was just scared, and I think, you know, my son was, you know, running around crazy, all the, you know, just the commotion, and I just think he just came up to me, and he just felt like, okay, I'm going to hang with her because I know I'm going to be okay, and yeah. I, it just it just became... I mean, he's my shadow to this day, no matter where I'm at, he's, he's there next to me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, you know, I think there's just also some just behavioral things, you know, I feed him, I pet him, I take care of him, I walk him, all of that. And, yeah. um, but at the beginning, you know, you can tell where your safe place is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people can, and surely he could tell. He was, um, I, I, I have a great picture of him just laying, I, he was tiny and, and he had these big, huge, floppy ears, and he was just laying out on the sun. And uh, my my nieces and nephews, when they found out that I had adopted a dog, they were like, "What? What happened? Something something's wrong with Aunt Susie. I don't know what happened." And and I I just think that um, it was truly meant to be. Um, I had no idea how much I'd enjoy this mm-hmm. dog, uh, and and I truly believe God gave me this dog because he is an extremely easy dog. Mm-hmm. Never never any problems. Well, that's. You know, you'd think with a three-legged dog, there'd be some issues or some special kinds of needs. How how did he adapt into the family? I mean, like physically and, you know, like, he, did you have stairs? Did, could he go up and down the stairs? And, you know, just simple everyday stuff. Yeah, he was he was four months old when we got him, and um, his, his leg was amputated when he was at six weeks. So, personally, I think he looks at other dogs and, and thinks to himself, wow, that, that, must be, that must be a hassle to have that fourth leg. I mean, because he, I don't think he knows he even is missing it. I mean, yeah. he's just, he was so comfortable. He's never had any issues it, ever. I mean, occasionally when we're hiking and we're going up a pretty steep thing, we, we might run into a little, he has to work a little bit harder to get up, but um, he just adapts. Mm-hmm. And and it, and he's he's always been able to uh, just fit right in. I mean, it, it really, um, I know God gave me this dog because the everything that I worried about, about having a dog, you know, the messes, the chewing, the... You know, just all none of it, never, none of it ever happened. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think we were just a match made. Yeah. Um, Did you do much training with him? Well, we had him. Like I said, we got him when he was uh, four, uh, four months old, and um, you know, we we have about four acres and we don't have a fence, and so of course I was super super concerned. And he was he was a pup, and uh, the listening needed some some direction and some work, and um, you know, with having all these boys and all this going on, I, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to be consistent like you need to be when you're training. So at about, um, when he turned about one, I took him to a trainer and um, just, just you know, not a hunting, nothing like that, just regular trainer and um, left him there for a month. And that was hard. Uh, at that time with my kids being preteens, I, w- I would have much rather probably dropped them off than my dog. <laughs> but... Uh, I took him there, and those, and he's going to be ten this year mm-hmm. in February, 
and he's never lost that training. Occasionally we slip out of it, kind of like we as humans, we slip out of things, but then we kind of go back and, you know, go back to the basics and, mm-hmm. and he falls right back into place. Well, great. Well, C.C. Smith with Toolbox Studios, before you tell us a little bit more about Hank and your favorite activities together, um, I want to tell you and our listeners about one of our great sponsors, Kendall County Abstract. Kendall County Abstract has been our family's title company for 60 years. Whether a simple or complex transaction, Kendall County Abstract provides our family and our businesses the best service in both real estate closings and title insurance. Kendall County Abstract will do the same for you. When you need a title company, Ashley and the Kendall County Abstract team are there to serve. Call 816-2131 or visit online at kcac.net. God and Our Dogs has some great sponsors. Wheeler's Western Outfitters, Cibolo Creek, Vet Hospital, Cibolo Family Medicine, Kendall County Abstract, and the Rivers Team with Phyllis Browning. Because of them, we get to give one of our lucky listeners a treat each month. This month, it's a $100 Amazon gift card. So go to our website, godinourdogs.com, to enter. The winner will be announced there at the end of each month. That's godinourdogs.com for an Amazon gift card treat. Godandourdogs.com This is Androesian, and you're listening to God and Our Dogs on Bernie Radio 103.9 FM. We are back with CeCe Smith, the strategist and CEO behind Toolbox Studios. Before the break, CeCe told us a little bit about Hank, her family's three-legged lab mix. So I was really surprised to learn, CeCe, because, you know, you think a three-legged animal would have some difficulties with walking. But that's turned out to be your favorite activity together, hasn't it? Yes, we we love to walk. I just have to get my tennis shoes out, and he gets all excited. Then he goes over to the bowl and drinks a big gulp of water, and he's ready. He knows where we're going. He loves anywhere. He loves to walk. So have you just gone adventures around your neighborhood? You said you had four acres, so you probably have a pretty nice neighborhood to walk in. I do. I I have a beautiful neighborhood to walk in, um, but we walk wherever we can, wherever we're at. Sometimes I used to take him to work, and I used to work down on the Riverwalk, and we would walk the Riverwalk. We go to Colorado. I love Colorado. I love the outdoors. Um, We've gone to Lost Maples, Enchanted Rock, anywhere we can. I I just like to be out in nature, and um, sometimes we don't have the luxury of being able to do that, but I like to just be outside, so... um, we walk wherever we can. Uh, you know, it's good for it's good for me. It's good for him. It's you know, in, in all different kinds of ways. So, um, it is my probably my passion and um, something that I just absolutely enjoy and look and, and look forward to. And so does he. And it's mm-hmm. it's fun. Um, most of the time, it's just he and I together, and and um, it's it's peaceful and it. But it's like having a, a good friend. Well, I think I remember you telling me that you went to Colorado this summer and enjoyed a peaceful vacation with just Hank, right? Yes, I did. It was a wonderful, it was the very end of August, which um, 
you know, here in South Texas, it was a little warm and toasty. And so uh, we have a, a very humble place up there where we go. And um, it was just Hank and I, and I love the drive up there. And actually, when I drive up, um, I have the All Trails app on my phone. And on the way up, we always stop. And if I can find a trail close by the road, we stop and we take a walk and um, to stretch his legs, stretch my legs and all of that. And then um, we get to Crested Butte. And we, we sometimes take very long walks in the morning, at the night, during the day. It's, it's whenever we can. And so there's so many places, so many places you can hike up there and just see beauty everywhere mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. turn. Well, what has been the biggest hike you've gone on? I probably, there's all different kinds of hikes. You know, there's length. You know, I've gone on some really long hikes. I think the longest I've ever taken Hank on was probably about an eight and a half mile hike. Um, but probably the most challenging, the one that I can honestly say just made me feel like I was on top of the world, um, was the hike that he and I did this past summer. We, we hiked um, 12,500 feet. Wow. It was a hike I tried to to do um, a couple years ago and with a friend and we were in shorts and by the time we got to almost to the top it started snowing (laughs) so we turned back Hank was with us then as well Uh, but this time it was a perfect day we had gone to church that morning I had gone to church Hank didn't go to church Um, I had gone to church that morning and we went I decided today's the day we're going to walk and so we we went out there just he and I and I took a picnic and on my backpack and we just started hiking and it was a magnificent day and when we got to the ridge onto the top of it it was just it was literally like I was uh, touching heaven mm-hmm. um, and it was fun the whole way and and the the journey up there was uh, people would say you know did Hank have any problems no nope. Hank was ahead of me 100 yards every every step of the way and it was he was amazing because um, you know he would find some shade and he would stop and wait for me and then when I'd get there I'd stop because the elevation you had to just go a little bit slower and then he would go the next hundred yards, and then I'd stop. And it was just, you know, he was like he was paving the way for me. Mm-hmm. It was just so enjoyable. Well, that makes me wonder, how in the world were you able to develop such a relationship with him? Because usually you have to have a dog on a leash. Oh, no. um, how are you and were you able to manage him? He's, um, well, training. I mean, it's it's... It's, it was training, and um, they taught a technique um, that he still follows to this day. Um, and um, he'll he'll walk ahead of me, but he stops when he gets a certain distance, and he checks in. So he looks back at me, and then I I just nod him at going going forward, or he stops. And um, it's it's you know sometimes we slip out of it a little bit, just like humans, we slip out of our routine, and that's not good. And so we have to kind of work on it a little bit. But he he is always looking back and checking in on me. Mm-hmm. And but he he forges forward, and, and I go forward. But then you know if I if I I just have to whistle, mm-hmm. and and he'll stop. Yeah. Um, and he's very responsive and um, very patient. Yeah. Very patient. Is is he missing a back leg or a front leg? It's a back leg. Yeah. So I would imagine climbing like that there's a certain amount of momentum that Mm -hmm. he needs that might be a little faster that you could keep up with right it it is and actually that's why it makes it kind of hard to keep him on leash because he does he he gallops Uh and um I don't know if it's gallop since you don't have a back leg. But anyway, he, yeah. he kind of hops. You know, he projects mm-hmm. him. He, he motivates. He pushes himself forward with that back leg. And so sometimes that's pretty fast. Mm-hmm. I don't like to run. I like to walk. Yeah. And so so when I have him on leash, I either have to have him on a very long leash. Um, you know, sometimes I have to have him on leash just because of where I'm at and people require it. Mm-hmm. Or there's other dogs around. And um, he's never been, aggr- never been aggressive mm-hmm. um, to another dog or an animal. But, um, you know, sometimes you just have to be careful. And But it, if I keep him on a short leash, it, it 
it's a little bit harder for him and it's a little bit harder for me. So it's been really um, a blessing to have had that training. Mm -hmm. So he knows, you know, stay close, check in. And it's kind of like he figures, hey, I've got this freedom. (laughs) Don't wreck it. You know, if I'm not going to be paying attention, I'm going to be on a leash. So he enjoys that that freedom. Well, that's really interesting. We talked about um, consistency and we've talked about routine. So that kind of relates to freedom, doesn't it? It does. So how do you view consistency as opposed to routine? Or maybe they're the same? I, I don't know. I think they're a little different. Yeah, I, I think when I think about routine, I think about things that you do it the same way every day at the same time. Brushing your teeth. I mean, you know, things like that. Pouring your cup of coffee, whatever it might be. But consistency is about trying to get to that same income. Like, uh, yeah, I do consistent exercise. I might, sometimes I might swim. I, sometimes I might walk. Sometimes I might go to a class or whatever. But there's a consistency to what I'm trying to do. And so it, it's just, it's, a, it's not the same activity, but the end result gets you to where you want to be. So um, routine is really kind of mindless. It's, it's, you know, you don't really think about it. But a consistency is almost like you have to be very conscious about it. Like, mm-hmm. I am going to go work out on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And on Monday, I'll do this. On Wednesday, I'll do that. Friday, I'll do this. And so it's just, it's about having a plan and following that plan uh-huh. um, and being consistent with it. And, and I find personally that when I'm consistent with things, I'm the happiest. I feel the best. I sleep better. And I just, I, I, I do better work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just a better person when I'm consistent. Yeah. Routine can be awfully boring though sometimes. Yeah. So, so how does that relate to God? How do we see God in that? I, I think that's a, you know, it's, it's funny. God is so kind and um, patient with us, right? You know, everything's going well, and, you know, you're enjoying your cup of coffee, and instead of thinking about God that morning when you're having, I, I pray in the morning very early, because uh, the day gets going rather fast, and, and I, I always say I have a cup of coffee with God, and or two, or three, depending on how early I get, get up, but... Um, you know, but then after a while, things are going really good. And the next thing you know, you're you know, scrolling Facebook or you're, mm-hmm. you know, not maybe sleeping in a little bit or, you know, and then you kind of lose track. And then when that happens, something seems off, right? Um, you know, it's like when we're not in, a, in, our, in that routine or in that having that consistent conversation with God that things just start seeming off. And it's not until you go, why am I feeling this way? Why am I, why am I agitated? Why am I more stressed? Why am I... I'm just, why am I just not feeling like myself? Usually I can go back and say, it's because I've lost, I've lost who's, who's, who I should be following, and that's God. And then I get back to my routine of, okay, I get up, I get my cup of coffee, I spend my time with Jesus. Um, and and um, when I do that, it seems like everything else in my life kind of falls into place. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes you know, the, a more consistent thing. Sometimes routine is the beginning of consistency, isn't it? Yeah, that's it? true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's, it's kind of like you have to fake it till you make it, right? Mm-hmm. I guess they say mm-hmm. that. You just kind of, you have to be very deliberate. Yeah. On it. Yeah. That's well, a good that's, so in, that's so insightful. Um, well, CeCe Smith with uh, Toolbox Studios, it's always fun to talk about God and dogs because the time goes so quickly. But before we, we end today, I want you to tell us a little bit about Girl Scouts because right. Girl Scouts has been so important in your life. It, it has. I started out in Girl Scouts. Um, I was very blessed to be on a part of a scouting family. I've got three brothers and a sister, and my both parents were very involved. Um, it's probably where I got my love for hiking also. And um, I started off as a brownie. That was before they had daisies. And um, I went all the way through. I'm a fir- um, I was a, what they called a first-class scout. Now they call them the, a gold recipient. Um, but uh, that's equivalent to an Eagle Scout. Uh-huh. Um, and most people don't know that. Um, I think as women... Um, 
we're not encouraged to brag or to, even though bragging's, you know, if it's true, it's not bragging, right? Um, it, I, I think we're told that we shouldn't talk about ourselves or we shouldn't, you know. And so um, Girl Scouts was very important to me because it taught me the fundamentals of mm-hmm. doing the right thing at the right time for the right reason. Yeah. It's God-focused. Even in our promise, there's a, you know, mm-hmm. to love God and country, which I love. And, um, and it's been a, it was a wonderful journey and I was able to do so many wonderful things when I was a Girl Scout. And that's where I think I got my love for the outdoors Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and, you know, just doing the right thing, following, Mm -hmm. following a set of principles, which is, is the same thing that we do with God and, Mm -hmm. and, um, Girl Scouts, I think is so critical. Um, we live in a society today that objectifies people. And I think when, girls are in scouting they're able to realize their worth and that they're created by god for a purpose and that they can have the confidence and the experiences that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise and i just think girl scouts are so important because you know yes we live in a a, a male female world but at the same time, sometimes it's just really good to be with a bunch of girls, and sometimes it's good for boys just to be with a bunch of boys. Right. And um, we learn differently, and um, it just allows us to explore a little bit more. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm excited because tonight um, I have a, 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 you know, of course I had all four boys, so I, I didn't do Girl Scouts with them. Um, but I, I'm fortunate enough to have some beautiful grandchildren, and one of them um, is started Girl Scouts, and tonight is our first Daisy Troop meeting. Oh, how and fun. And so I'm excited about that. I, 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 I put her patches on her vest, and uh, we're ready to go. Good, so. good. Well, Cece Smith with Toolbox Studios, it's always really fun to learn what goes behind people's success. And I think that you've shared a lot with us about your family and also your Girl Scouts um, experience that really adds into all of that wonderful success that you've had in life. So thank you for being with us and sharing with us today. Oh, it was a, it was a pleasure. Thank you for asking me. I was honored and humbled. Thank you. Well, thanks. Well, before we close today, I'd like to leave with a thought to ponder. And yes, that's P-A-W-N-D-E-R. A dog and its human can develop a routine at first, walking a short route around the block, for example, until they get to know one another. Once they know and trust each other, options open up to different experiences. They can walk together, but using different routes, even hiking seven miles up a 12,700-foot mountain. Here's a thought to ponder. Am I locked into a routine with God? Do I read the same devotion year after year or read only the familiar passages of the Bible? Have my prayers become a formula? If so, does God have more freedom and more meaningful experiences through consistency instead of the stale and boring routine? Let me know what you think after pondering. Email stories at godandourdogs.com. Well, this is Meg Greer, and you've been listening to God and Our Dogs. I appreciate all of you, and thank you for joining us. Listen to God and Our Dogs again on your favorite podcast site. If you have a neat story about God and your dog, send an email to stories at godandourdogs.com. Follow us on Instagram at godandourdogs, hashtag godandourdogs, or on Facebook. Please join me next week for God and Our Dogs for some new perspective for relying on God the way our dogs rely on us. Discover a new perspective, God and our dogs, God and
Dogs.com. Hi, I'm Ashley Pfeiffer, and since 1916, Kendall County Abstract's goal is to be the premier title company in Kendall County. Kendall County Abstract provides real estate closing services and title insurance to both individuals and businesses. All work and research are done in-house. So when you have questions and want high-quality service, Kendall County Abstract is ready to help. Call 830-816-2131 or find us at kcac.net.